Hello, welcome to episode three of Hey Honey, How Was School? I have with me today Lucas Ambrose. Lucas and Ambrose, special guests for the podcast this week. Our first highlight is actually not a highlight. It's a couple of things that we need to clarify. We meant to clarify in the last episode, uh, but we're going to do it today instead. The first is that we had a correction on our very first episode that the Harrison High School dress-up days were for Hoops of Hope, and they were actually for Champions Together, so we wanted to clarify that. Sometimes journalists... Uh, writers, they have to go back and make, you know, corrections, clarifications. So we wanted to do that. The second thing is we said that in our second episode that we would announce the winners of the Super Bowl squares. So Ambrose, tell us about what are the Super Bowl squares that we did. And then Lucas, you're going to tell us the winners. Okay. So the Super Bowl squares, is basically a sheet of grid paper with three sets of each person's initials on it. So, and then we have random numbers from 0 to 9 on the top and on the left side. And on the left was for the Philadelphia Eagles. The right was for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so it's kind of like coordinates, except mm-hmm. the numbers are mixed up. Yeah, they're out so of order. Whichever, so, like, so... The score at the end of the first quarter, at halftime, at the end of the third quarter, and at the end of the game. The last digit in that number. The scores. The scores mm-hmm. of the both of teams team. will win XP's in Classcraft. So we have a Kansas City Chiefs one. Say, for example, if it's... No, that's okay. Yeah. If it, uh, for example, if it's like 14 to 7, we would go for the top four and then seven, the, the side seven. Yeah. Lucas, you want to tell us who our winners were? So our winner for quarter. The first quarter. For the first quarter was Graham for a halftime. It was Henry. Mm-hmm. For our third corner, it was Logan. And for the final, it was Vesper. Yep. So congratulations to those people. For winning 200, 300, and 600 XP. Yep. 2023 Super Bowl squares. Very nice. Our second highlight this week is slam poetry. We started a poetry unit, and uh, we jumped right in with some slam poetry. Tell us about slam poetry. So, slam poetry is uh, like a way of is like a way of poetry where you're like um, a form. It, yeah, form mm-hmm. of poetry mm-hmm. where you're really exclamatory uh, yes. and passionate yeah. about it. Uh-huh. Um, we read bacon. <laughs> <laughs> we watched bacon, Again, yeah. and then we um we also read evolution. Mm-hmm. Ambrose, would you like to like, add on? So uh, evolution and bacon were were the two titles of, of some slam poems that yeah. we enjoyed. Yeah, tell us about them, Ambrose. So evolution was uh, written by a word winning kid from Australia, Sully mm-hmm. Raphael, mm-hmm. and 
He's, he was your age when he won. Yep. Yeah. He was uh, 13, I think. Mm-hmm. And Bacon was written by... <laughs> um, somebody. Yeah, it was. it's a slam poem by Nick Offerman, who's an actor, best known for his role in Parks and Recreation. But it was kind of a, a comedic slam poetry. Yeah. What did you guys think of the poems? Did you like them? Yes, they were pretty... They I thought Bacon was funny. Yeah. And Evolution was more serious. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys feel like that you could someday write your own slam poetry? No. No? Not <laughs> Why not? I'm probably not going to do poetry. What? Well, we're going to write poetry in here. So you better get ready. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> I forgot about that. What do you feel about it, Ambrose? Um, Poetry's not really my thing, but... Same. Um, make it your thing. Same, Ambrose. But maybe... <laughs> but I'm not really, like, scared to write it. Mm-hmm. So would you guys say that writing some poetry is stepping outside your comfort zone and yeah. maybe taking some creative and intellectual risks. Yeah. I would say it would be, but I'm not, like, scared to do it. Uh-huh. I just don't want to do <laughs> slam poetry. I wanted to write an informational poetry. Okay. So you're not, like, no poetry. You're just particular about the forms that you might like to try. Yeah. I'm yeah. more informationally mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like to be kind of fun when I write stuff. Yeah. So maybe like funny poetry with silly good, rhymey poems. Yeah. Would okay. Be my, more of my thing. I hope you guys get to try lots of different forms, and even if you're not super into it, just embrace your your habit of a scholar. Question for Stepping you: Are outside. we going to do multiple types of poetry? Yeah, we are. I mean, we've already done two this week, right? We did slam, and then we did an ode. Ode mm. to Migato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, highlight number three, Erosion Labs. We are nearing the end of our kind of exploratory labs. We did, well, we finished one this week and did another one. Do you guys want to talk about what mm-hmm. we did in Erosion this week? So we did a glacier experiment, and that was basically we had two blocks of ice, mm-hmm. and each one had its own piece of tinfoil to kind of like move on mm-hmm. so one of them was just clear plain ice mm-hmm. the other one had a lot of sediment inside mm-hmm. what happened when it moved across the quote-unquote land so the one with a lot of sediment ripped the tin foil mm-hmm. a lot and was mm-hmm. and created a lot of friction mm-hmm. but and the weathering mm-hmm. and, and deposition right yeah in the beginning how did that happen so we let it sit out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then when we when you were moving it, mm-hmm. it kind of just a lot of it broke off and mm-hmm. then made the bottom really rigid. Yeah. Which is what happens when real life glaciers melt; they leave sediments behind. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what about water in, water out? We kind of ventured outside the classroom to do what? So <laughs> we went around the school, behind and around the school. And in the playgrounds, mm-hmm. and we were collecting soil samples mm-hmm. for our local area of yeah. water in, water out. Water mm-hmm. in and water out is a we two cups, two popsicle sticks. Yeah, you don't have to give us all the details, but what were we testing? Um, permeability. Yeah. Uh, was there anything surprising of any of our local samples for you guys? Um, there was a lot of different 
outcomes because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of the soils are different. Some were more gravelly, some were more clay. Yeah, but like yeah. something which ones were the most that. gravelly? Probably the ones by the kickball field. No, but it wasn't actually. It wasn't. It wasn't because all of almost every single one of them was three plus minutes, mm. including the kickball field. It was one of the, I forget which one it was. But it was one That's of them okay. So what about forty three seconds? Yeah. So. What might you What might you conclude about the type of soil we have here? It would probably and be more um, it's got sand, clay, clay soil, and potting soil around here. Yeah. I wouldn't really say potting soil. Yeah. I would say more of silt side particles, because mm-hmm. they'll be clay. probably easier to mm-hmm. like go through in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But once they're kind of like clump together yeah yeah i think that's a that's a good conclusion uh number four oh this was kind of fun um we had a little mini exploration of chat gpt this week you guys want to talk about what's chat gpt so chat Chat gpt is a ai machine learning robot that gives you information yeah Um, you can ask it questions Mm -hmm. and it'll give you answers Mm mm-hmm so what? It, how, like, how did we end up? We were like, oh, let's see what ChatGPT says. So, what were we trying to figure out? <laughs> what were we trying to figure out? Was, it was Math Mean Monday uh-huh. in our classroom. Yep. And the meme was some movie characters that we don't know. <laughs> yeah, nobody knew who they were. But they were funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they said, um, then there's like this little nerdy guy i would say she said <laughs> nothing is bigger than infinity and the other guy that says like, the other guy says except infinity plus one. Oh, very nice interpretation <laughs> <laughs> and then we so then we were having like raise your hand if you think we blah. had a big debate yeah and it then infinity plus one and then you and then mr noak said why don't we just ask chat dp see what chat gpt says and then we kind of got off on just asking a lot of questions. Yeah, you guys were really curious about how it works, what is machine learning, what is AI. Um, and we asked it questions, you know, like you guys wanted to know, can we be friends? It said um, no. I know. Um, what, do you remember what other questions we asked? We asked who, who made you and it said... Oh, yeah, where do you come from? Like, like um, It was like AI over the day. Open AI, it was yeah. a company. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you guys think is is the coolest thing about chat gpt and i know we also kind of talked about how it's a little bit scary like what it can do do you guys want to talk about your feelings there so it's like it's so (laughs) smart that it's like it actually seems a little creepy that it knows so much yeah we talked about how it uses like insane amounts of data sets that exist on the internet so what like kind of like i was in said i think how it like um since it looks in the everything in the di- in, in information, mm-hmm. um, we kind of called. I thought it was also pretty scary, but me and Ambrose were making this script. Yeah, we called it an a, gen- a genius that's eating up a ton of information, <laughs> like <laughs> eating eating up everyone's um, intelligence. Yeah, oh, like it's stealing it from our yeah. our brains. I hope that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, I've been hearing about it in the teacher world of like students are using it to write essays um, or to submit homework assignments and not actually do the work. So teachers are kind of talking about like, ah, what do we do with this? You guys would never do that though. Don't you have to be 18 to use it? You do. You have to be 18 to use so it right is now. It like, so is it like for, col- for in college? 
Um, you know, I think that kids find ways to get around things. They just ask their parents for it, and then like, maybe I don't know. Obviously, you like it. I mean, you guys would never do anything like that, of course. Yeah. Right? Never, yeah. ever, no. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay, last highlight, student choice. What'd you guys pick? So, what we picked for our student choice was the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm. So, what we've been, we're, we're like, um, breaking down the Pledge of Allegiance. We've yeah, been, we've, go ahead, sorry. We've been preparing <laughs> for a chapter of our class novel, Braiding Sweetgrass. Mm-hmm. And um, so we found the important words in the Pledge of Allegiance mm-hmm. and that are um, allegiance, pledge, republic, nation, indivisible, liberty, and justice. Yeah, we kind of had a conversation about how we were like, do you, when like we do the pledge every day, do you guys, what do you think about, how does it make you feel? And I think a lot of us acknowledge that, you know, maybe we hadn't ever stopped to think about the pledge, what it says, what we do with it, how it's supposed to make us feel, that kind of thing. Then um, we were reading an article about how it started. Oh, yeah, the the history and, of the pledge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of, we thought, what that kind of said was it was just originally a way to make money in the 19s. Yeah, that that was, that was perhaps a factor. What, like, what do you mean? Like, well, what we said or heard about it was, um, a company, mm-hmm. I forget its name, but a I company put a, um, a pledge into a very popular article and said that mm-hmm. all schools should do it and take it from the left. Happen- Luckily, they were also selling the <laughs> flags. Yeah, so the flag company really uh, encouraged children at schools to do the Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. Then um, it's gotten a lot bigger, and there's been words that have been... <coughs> Added, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you originally put your hand over your heart, to like um, like flat instead of <laughs> against your body. Oh yeah, and they they also used to angle their arm like yeah. angle their arm up toward the flag. We yeah. think that they removed that because back mm-hmm. in the olden days, mm-hmm. that's what like then that looks like something that the Nazis did. Yeah, it did. We looked at we looked up pictures. Yeah, yeah. We don't know that for sure. That's in. Maybe an inference we're making yeah, about that's what we why think. it went away. That's yeah. a prediction. Uh, so it's something that we're still going to be talking about, but we talked about how there's been some um, in recent, uh, 2016, not so not super recent, um, the NFL protests with the national anthem and what are uh, respectful or appropriate ways to... Acknowledge the pledge or the national anthem versus protesting. And we, as a community, really talked about how do we, how are we going to have this kind of conversation where maybe we might really disagree with each other. Um, So this is coming next week. To be continued. Yay. Yay. Um, Any last thoughts about anything from this week? Um, it was fun. We had a great week. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for listening at home. And this is the point where I say, cue the jingle that we don't have. And every, everybody jingles. Ready? Uh, cue the jingle. Hey, honey, how was school?